In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we are talking about deleting content from your YouTube channel. So let's say, as an example, you have some videos that are taken off and they're not really related to the other content in your channel. Or let's say that you put out videos and they don't perform that great. And you don't really know what to do with those videos that aren't performing great. Let's say that you've uploaded some content to your channel that um, just isn't, you know, it's, it's not your content that you're proud of or not content that is, you know, the best that you can do. Should you delete that stuff? That's what we're talking about in this episode. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that the comments that you're hearing on this show are pulled from the submission form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, I would love to answer it for you. Just head over to commentsovercoffee.com, put your question in the form there. And as long as it's not something that I've answered here before, I will go ahead and put it in the queue. And I also want to let you know if you're on a mobile device that you can just scroll up, go into the podcast app where you're listening to this and you can just scroll up and you'll be able to see the show notes down underneath the uh, episode and there'll be a direct link to the page that that form is on right there so that you can go ahead and get your question uh, in the queue. Now, I also wanna let you know, if you're a content creator and you wanna know the best things to use for your YouTube channel, you can head over to bestcreatortools.com. That's my personal list of all the things that I recommend that you use for your YouTube channel. Everything from YouTube growth tools, to video editing software, to thumbnail making services, video editing services, voiceover services, everything, (laughs) all the stuff that you need. Even if you're making courses and things like that around your YouTube channel, I have solutions over there for you around that as well. So you can find all of that over at bestcreatortools.com and make sure you check in there regularly because I'm updating it on a regular basis and I don't want you to be using stuff that sucks. So make sure you head to bestcreatortools.com whenever you are looking for anything for your YouTube channel. Now, our questions today, um, I actually had two people ask the same question or a very similar version of the question. So I'm going to go through both of those because they're both related to what it is that we're talking about today. So the very first one is from uh, Pisicule Mew, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. If not, I apologize. And the question here says, my channel's starting to experience the seeds of growth. I found my niche and I know why people are subscribing. So I'm wondering whether or not I should unlist old videos that don't have many views and don't fit with my new slash current content. And the next version of this question is from the DIY audio guy. And the DIY audio guy says, when should I delete old content that nobody watches? I posted two or three short, less than a minute, channel update videos. They got a handful of views when they first went up, but they serve no purpose now. Does it hurt my channel to keep these around? So I just wanna say really quick, these are both great questions because I get asked these a lot in live streams, DMs and all that. Um, So these are fantastic. I'm sure these are gonna add a lot of value to everybody that's listening today. So thank you to both of you for submitting the uh, questions here. So as we get into this, I want to share a quick story with you and I'm going to be quick, you know, so that you can make sure to get your, uh, you know, get this finished before your coffee's done. (laughs) But uh, when I started a series on my channel called Mobile Monday, my idea was that I was going to make some content every Monday for mobile content creators because nobody was serving that audience yet. And so I started that series, Mobile Monday. When I first started publishing those videos, they completely tanked. People didn't respond to them. The people that you know typically are watching my videos, when YouTube would show those videos to them, they just weren't digging them um, when they were showing it to new viewers. Um, it just wasn't putting them in front of the right people. And what happened is I ended up taking that series, not, not taking it down, but actually stopped making videos in that series because I thought that the series and the concept was a dud or at least the timing wasn't right for it. And because of that, 
guess I stopped doing that series. However, about three months later, the videos started doing well. And then about six months later, they started doing really well. And then before you know it, those videos or some of those videos in that series, they ended up being the primary drivers of traffic to my YouTube channel in terms of bringing me new viewers that were subscribing to the channel in mass and that sort of thing. So all it took was for a little bit of time to pass for those videos to accumulate the right information for YouTube systems to know who the right people were to show those videos to. In addition to that, um, they also ended up ranking well in search over time. They ended up ranking in um, Google search as well as YouTube search um, and the other search engines as well over time. And for a period of time, like I said, those videos ended up being really what was driving the channel for, uh, I would say like a six month period of time. And even to this day, some of those videos are actually the most viewed videos on my YouTube channel to date. And I stopped that series because I thought it was a dud. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention when you're considering deleting content because maybe it's not you know performing well yet or anything like that. The reason I'm telling you all of that is because let's say that you publish a video today and that video doesn't do as good as you think that it should do out of the gate. And maybe you think, you know what, maybe they just didn't like this or it sucks or, you know, it doesn't get hardly any views compared to the views that I typically get from the channel. So I should go ahead and delete this one because people just don't like it. I want to encourage you not to delete the video as long as it's still in alignment with the people that you're trying to reach, just like mine was, you know, mobile content creators is part of the content creator crowd. So as long as that content is a good fit for a portion of your audience, it's really important to make sure that you give that content enough time to let it, you know, let YouTube do what YouTube does on the back end in terms of finding the right people that respond well to that content to see if it takes off later. I've seen videos take off after three months. I've seen videos take off after six months, after nine months. I've seen videos take off after over a year. So because of that, as long as the content is still a good fit for the people that you're trying to reach and it's similar to the content that you're making now in terms of the audience that you're after, then in that situation, never delete anything as long as you're getting some type of activity on the on the videos in terms of viewers coming in. Now, if you're zeroed out for you know three months, you're just zeroed out, you have gotten no views whatsoever on that content for you know like a three or six month period of time, I would give it still to about nine months before you consider unlisting that content just to make sure that nothing happens you know out of nowhere. But one thing that you can do as long as that content is still a good fit for your audience, but let's say that your channel was in a different place at that time or something like that, then what I would do is I would actually go in and I would update the thumbnail, I would update the title, and then I would actually start trying to drive traffic from current videos to that video so that YouTube could start collecting the information that it needed in that situation so that they can start identifying who the right people are for that video. So if you do notice that you have content that is not getting any views at all or hardly any views at all, and you wanna kind of speed up that process, as long as it's a good fit for the content that you're making now and the audience that you're trying to reach now, go ahead and make some videos, mention that video in the end screen, link to it in your end screens, and try to drive people to go watch that video. Let them know that you have that video available, link it in your end screens, your pinned comments, your cards, all of that, and keep doing that. Add it to some playlists, drive traffic into those playlists and that sort of thing to try to get enough people going in there so that YouTube systems can identify who is the right people that are actually responding to that content so you can try to bring it to life. Now, let's say that we have a situation to where you go in a different direction on your channel. Let's say 
that for the sake of the exercise here, let's say that you are making content about uh, farming and then all of a sudden you change it to making content about tech. Um, I know that's a pretty drastic change and everybody would know that that's not a great fit. However, I'm just using that as an extreme situation to illustrate this. So in the situation where you are making the farming content, you are building your audience based around that farming content. If you decide to start making tech content, instead of making tech content on your current channel, it, you know, like if you have, you know, 10,000, 20, you know, uh, 50,000 subscribers on your channel, um, in that situation, you want to make sure that you maintain that farming audience and you don't just totally switch directions just because you have a, a large subscriber count. You don't try to hold on to those subscribers because that farming content is going to keep bringing new people into your channel that aren't going to care about your tech content. And one of the things that's really, one of the things that's really important when it comes to YouTube is that you are, um, making content for a certain group of people so that when you are publishing videos, when those videos get presented to people on the platform, they respond to it because it's in alignment with what they care about. So where this whole thing breaks down is let's say that you have the farming group. And again, I know I'm going extreme with the different types of content here, but this is just for the sake of, you know, talking it through. But basically when you are, are building that farming audience, then all of a sudden you start dropping tech videos on your channel. Some of those farming people will be like, oh, hey, this is sweet. I've been wanting to know about the new iPhone. This is great because I'm thinking of getting one. But a majority of your audience is going to have the experience to where those tech videos are going to get presented to them on YouTube because they've been active on your channel. They're subscribed. Let's say they're liking your videos and, and commenting a lot and things like that. And they're really active. When those tech videos start getting presented to them, one thing that can happen is they just don't respond to them. And since they don't respond to them, then those videos quickly end up not performing well because that audience doesn't respond to them. This is why the concept of variety channels is... Um, not fantastic in terms of accelerated growth on your channel because you're not making content for any particular audience in that situation. You're just kind of throwing out whatever instead of being very specific about who it is that you're trying to reach and making content for those types of people. So with that farming and tech example, you know, I just want you to think about, you know, okay, the, the farming people would not respond to the tech content, at least not in mass, like they would if you were to upload another farming video. And because of that, it can hurt that performance, at least the initial performance of the tech content. Now, let's take that whole scenario a step further. And let's say that you do publish three tech videos, you happen to catch a trend on the iPhone, you have a knack for putting together tech content. And let's say that you have 30 farming videos on your channel and those 30 farming videos are doing okay. They're bringing you regular views. You're getting subscribers from them. Your channel's growing. Everything's thriving. And then you put in these tech videos. And again, we're doing this extreme example for the sake of the illustration, but then you start uploading some tech videos. Let's say that you caught a trend and let's say that you just have that knack for the tech content and you put together a really cool thumb and your title's great. People came in, they loved how you explained the tech for new viewers then in that situation, let's say that even if that content didn't take off at the beginning, but it did take off down the road, then in that situation, then you're stuck in another predicament because then now you have this tech content that's doing great. So then YouTube starts to associate your channel with more tech content. And then you have this big influx of people that are coming in from tech content, this big influx of people that are coming in from the farming content. So then you start getting into the situation. YouTube's smart enough to start, you know, showing the different segments to the different people. But initially you're gonna run into that problem to where every single video that you publish, it's gonna be going in front of a different group of people, which is going to end up over time massively hurting your click-through rate on those new videos that you publish, which is gonna hurt the initial performance on those videos. It doesn't mean that it's going to always hurt that performance, but it's going to hurt them um, initially. 
So because of that, if you started uploading that tech that tech content to the farming channel in that situation, it could cause the um, uh, it could cause your channel to lift off in the in the tech world and then you're stuck in a situation of wondering if you should be deleting your farming content right so in that situation let's say that you are in that situation to where you're like hey okay my my tech stuff took off and the farming content is doing well or it's doing okay it's getting views and that sort of thing but it's just not like i'm i'm wanting to go in the direction of tech in that situation what I what I would do is as long as you're getting enough views, enough subscribers, or I'm sorry, enough views and enough watch time in order to stay in the partner program and to meet, you know, the necessary requirements for everything. Personally, I would just I would unlist the farming content because that's not who you're trying to reach anymore. So if you went in that completely different direction and you're like, hey, I'm just going into tech, I would either say, I'm going to start a brand new tech channel because I, I'm apparently pretty good at it. So I'm going to start a brand new tech channel and I'm going to leave this farming channel so that it can continue to grow over time and continue to drive ad revenue. YouTube's going to continue to, you know, identify the right people and just continue to keep showing my content to the people that are interested in the farming stuff. And then I'm going to start a new channel for the tech content since I've realized that I have a knack at it. And then um, you would start publishing to that tech channel and you would just have to leave those tech videos on your on your current channel if they're getting you know crushed with views but if they're not then in that situation you'd eventually want to unlist those because they're not related to the farming crowd which is who you are trying to reach with that channel but for the tech content you know you would definitely want to make sure that you are you know uploading to that um, channel or maybe even deleting them from your farming channel doing a few slight edits to them to make them you know kind of freshen them up a little bit and then have those as your initial videos on the tech channel now Let's go with the situation of DIY audio guy here that posted uh, two to three short, less than a minute channel update videos. So in this situation, there's something called sunsetting when it comes to content. And basically what that means is that the content goes on the platform and then after a certain period of time, that content comes back down. And that's because that content served its purpose. So in this situation, if you're doing channel update videos, obviously those channel updates are not valid anymore right? Because you made whatever changes, any new person that's coming into the channel, um, they're going to have the new version of you and the new version of your content. Um, that's the experience they're going to have. So because of that, you don't want YouTube showing them your, your other videos. You don't want those showing up suggested next to your content. You don't want them showing up anywhere because they're not value-based content. It's nothing that's adding value to you, nothing that's adding value to your viewers, nothing that's adding value to the platform. So because of that, in a situation where it's just a channel update video, um, I would definitely take those down. And the reason for that, again, is just because there's no there's no value there. There's no reason to actually keep that content uh, on your YouTube channel because there's no, there's no value. So keeping it for the sake of keeping it um, doesn't make sense because you don't want YouTube to show that to people. You don't even want people to be looking through your video library and see something that says channel update and then click on it and then not respond well to that video um, because it's an older video or because that update doesn't even make sense anymore with the new content that they've experienced and things like that. So channel update videos, I would definitely take down, um, especially if they're short ones like that for the sake of, you know, making sure that people are, are being introduced to your best content. Um, you know, for the same reason, just to give you another personal reference here, um, for the same reason, this is why I keep my live streams off of my main channel page. Because when somebody comes in, a new viewer comes into one of my videos, and then they click on my channel name and they land on my channel page, I want to show them my best content and the content organized in a way. So at the very top, it's my recent content, but it's only the videos. It's not my live streams. I've made a custom playlist for it. And then as they scroll down the page, the content is broken down into different sections based on the things, the different segments of my audience, basically. So 
what I want to do in that situation is I want to just introduce them to the best content when they land on the channel page. So if somebody's on that fence and they're like, you know, hey, this is pretty cool. I wonder what, what other content Nick has. And then they click on my channel page. I want to make sure that the con any content that they click on is relevant to them now. Okay. And luckily on my channel, because it's a niche channel, um, in my particular situation, any video that you watch on my channel is going to, you know, be relevant to you either now in the past, or it's going to be relevant to you sometime in the future. So as an example, if you're not live streaming yet, you might eventually. And because of that, you're going to know, hey, I can just go to next channel to learn how to live stream. So when it comes to deleting your content um, in that situation, you definitely want to make sure that you're taking off anything that's just not a value to you anymore. It's not a value to the audience anymore. And it's not a value to the platform anymore. Now, let's say that we are in the scenario to where content just isn't performing. Let's say you have a video and the audience retention on it. Um, you just have that hockey stick of death, so to speak, which is people click on the video and they immediately just tank down and like almost everybody ends up leaving the video. It's just a low performer. You didn't know what you were doing at the time. You didn't know how to grab people's attention. Um, whatever For whatever reason it is, those videos just did horrible in terms of audience retention. Then in that situation, those videos aren't going to be performing well anyway. It won't matter how you package those videos from the outside in terms of your thumbnails and titles. And because of that, I would also remove those because that's another one of those situations to where, you know, if somebody's looking around your YouTube channel, you don't want to send them into content that is proven to not perform for you. You wanna send them in the content that is proven to perform for you at least somewhat. And you can identify that easily by just looking at your audience retention. You don't have to have amazing audience retention, but you have to be able to at least have enough people staying. Like let's say that your audience retention in the very beginning drops down to like 25% or even less on like a five minute video. Then in that situation, like people just aren't digging that content, right? And, and since that drop is so drastic, you know, YouTube also isn't going to be showing that content. Now, some of that might change once we start getting more information on how, um, how they respond to the new chapter feature and things like that. Some of that might change, like in terms of, you know, experimenting a little bit before you delete them. Um, as an example, one thing that I'm personally going to experiment with is going into content that doesn't perform that great, adding some chapters to it, and then seeing, trying to drive some traffic to it from, uh, you know, my current videos, and then seeing if those chapters actually help the video perform better, or if any of those chapters end up um, showing up in Google search or something like that for the sake of, you know, bringing a little bit of extra life back to those, to those particular videos. But on my channel, I've actually deleted uh, a, a nice handful of videos off of my channel, but they were videos that just weren't related to what it is that I'm doing now. So even though those videos still performed okay, I just want to make sure, like I mentioned a, a minute ago, I just want to make sure that all of the content on my channel is relevant to the audience that I'm trying to reach now. So when I first started my channel, I was making content that was, um, even though some of it was video related, I was also making content about things like staying focused in a coffee shop or staying motivated or how to be productive and like that sort of thing, because that's where, you know, that's where I was at in my life at the time. And I wasn't doing YouTube help content at the time. So because of that, even though that video or those videos would technically add value to a content creator, I don't want those videos being suggested to people that are into productivity and those productivity people coming into those videos and subscribing to my channel even though they're not a content creator because I'm trying to reach content creators. So the reason I'm telling you this one is when you are deciding videos to unlist on your channel, videos to keep on your channel, what you want to think about is, 
is it relative? And I mentioned this in the in the first example that I gave as well with the um, uh, the, the the farming and the tech. But you want to make sure that the content that's on your channel is just relevant to the people that you are trying to reach now, because the big win is when people can watch one of your videos and then they can go to your channel and then they can click on your videos tab and then they can scroll through your videos, every single video that you have and everything there is relevant to them, right? That's where, that's where you really start winning big because in that situation, there's always something there that people can be interested in over time and they know that your channel's a resource for that specific type of content, whatever type of content that it is. So if you have content, just like I did in my situation, that isn't a perfect laser fit for the people that you are trying to reach now, then in that situation, you might wanna consider um, uh, taking it down or at least unlisting it. But here's some things that you wanna make sure that you're keeping in mind. One, you wanna go through the process of really thinking through, is this a good fit for the people that I'm trying to reach now? Two, you wanna go through the process of trying, if it is, you wanna go through the process of trying to bring that video back to life first before you consider um, deleting it or unlisting it or anything like that, if it's just a dead video. So what I mean by that, update your title, update your thumbnail, um, make sure that you update your description, your tags, literally just re-optimize the video and then start driving some traffic to it. And the reason for that, like I mentioned earlier, is because you wanna start getting some of that data in there because YouTube might actually, you know, as soon as, as soon as YouTube can identify, hey, there's this demographic of people or this certain type of viewer digs this content, then they'll start trying to show it to other people. But your video might not be performing just because the title's bad or just because the thumbnail's bad or the combination of the two. So because of that, you know, when you update all of those things and then you start driving traffic to it, then if YouTube does start trying to show it to people again, and you can use your analytics for this, you can look at the impressions that you're getting now over the last 28 day period, and then give it another, you know, 28 to 90 days and look at the impressions that you're getting there. And then you can notice if the changes that you are doing is causing them to suggest your content more or not. So in that situation, what you do is you just you know, start driving some uh, traffic to it, you update everything with those videos, and then you see if you can bring them back to life. Now, if you do all of that, and people still aren't responding in terms of the retention, like if the videos are just tanking, like people just aren't responding to them, they drop as soon as the video opens, they're, they're out of there, then in that situation, you know, you might want to consider unlisting those as well. But before you do that, you want to make sure that you do everything that you possibly can in order to try to bring those videos back to life in terms of driving traffic to them, you know, change the thumbnail title, um, tags, description, you know, the whole, the whole nine, so to speak, even change what you're linking to in the video. So for example, like if you have a video that you made, uh, let's say a year ago, and then you have uh, like an updated version or a new video that would be relevant to that one, then in that situation, go ahead and pin a comment linking to one of the new videos, go ahead and change your end screens up to where you're linking to something current, um, or at least something that may be a little bit more relevant to that video that the people are watching as well. You know, things like that, just fully re-optimize the video for the sake of trying to uh, give it another chance before you consider taking it down. Um, in addition to those things, you wanna make sure that you're giving videos enough time. If you put out content and it's just not doing that great yet, like I mentioned before with you know my personal experience on my channel, this has happened with clients I've worked with too, you wanna make sure that you are giving your videos enough time because sometimes it, it's just YouTube trying to figure out their systems, trying to figure out who the right people are for, for that particular content. And they, you know, in some cases it just needs time. Like if you're getting five views a day, that's a win in my opinion, 
a video that's driving you five views a day is a win because over the course of the year, that's a lot of viewers. If you have a video that's driving you 10 views or 25 views or a hundred views, you know, it's a win. It's not, a, you know, like five views and isn't a huge win, but it's still five people a day that are being introduced to your content. If you have 10 videos that are doing that, then you have, you know, 50 people a day that are being introduced to your content from some of that, uh, or introduced to your channel, I should say, from some of that older content. So, you know, because of that, you just want to make sure that you're keeping in mind that even if the view counts are low, but they're still coming in, then that's okay as long as that content is still a good fit for the people that you're trying to reach. Again, I wanna remind you, uh, if you are looking for anything for your YouTube channel, head over to bestcreatortools.com. I have it all over there for you. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.